Hi, and welcome to Lessons for My Kids. We've all said things that we would like to take back. Very few people, if anyone in the history of the world, has been able to be perfect in how they talk to somebody else. Words can be helpful or they can be hurtful. Words have meaning and definition, which I guess are essentially the same thing. They can have intonation and exploitation. The written word versus the spoken word could have different meanings. Maybe connotations are slightly different. But sharing every thought in your head with others is never a good idea either. Some people just can't help it. As we know, I'm sure we all have examples of of people who we know that every little thing that they say is something that they just, they think of at that moment and they have to blurt it out, whether it's good or bad. For you who are listening today, please take a moment and think about a conversation you've had or where something maybe you said came out wrong or was taken wrong. And if possible, how would you rephrase what you said? If you had that opportunity to go back and tell the other person how you wish the conversation would have gone, what does that sound like? What does that, what does that feel like? There are times when we say things without thinking. There are other times where we say things out of anger or frustration, and then we regret them later. And there are also those times where we wish we had said something that it could have fit that right moment, it could have helped somebody, um, and we chose not to. So today is all about words that matter, using the words that matter, how to take a breath before actually speaking, because sometimes if you're in that frustration, if you're in that anger mode, what you say could actually adversely affect you It could have adversely affect the person you're speaking with. There could also be other connotations that are taken from it. Now, when I say that, keep in mind, I've talked to people all from all over the world. And there are times where another country or another culture might use a word that here in the U.S., it might have different meaning. It could have a different, uh, it could just have a different uh, uh, process within that, that country or in that culture that if we look at it, it makes sense to us in our culture, in our country. But when we speak to somebody else from outside of that world, uh, it might have an entirely different meaning. So... When we use words and we think before we speak, sometimes we can maybe change how we're going to come across to somebody. Um, I, I just think of those times of frustration and anger. There are times when it's so easy just to jump back at somebody who's yelling at you or upset with you or frustrated by you. It's so easy to jump with negative words blame them, uh, use maybe something derogatory in some cases. 
But that's not the best option, and that's not the best answer that we can give to somebody else. When we stop and we think and we take a breath and we say, where are they coming from? What is the true issue here? What is the true meaning behind their words? Sometimes when we take that step back and we think things through a little bit, we choose different words. We may be a little bit softer in our approach. We may be a little kinder in our approach. So there are a lot of articles out in the world uh, and on the internet or in books. You might have conversations with grandparents or parents or friends who have different approaches on how they handle things. I've had coworkers who their first inclination is to yell uh, when something doesn't go right. Yelling does not answer uh, or get you what you want. Uh, yelling is a knee-jerk response instead of thinking things through. What I found is when I'm in that type of situation anyway, and of course this is just one instance of where words matter, but when I find myself in those types of situations, I find myself at a hotel or an airport or, you know, at a restaurant, I stop and I think, if I can show a little bit of kindness, if I can step back and put myself maybe in that person's shoes, what can I do to help make a situation better? Now, there are going to be instances where you just can't. I mean, it's just that the things have boiled over. Uh, somebody's very angry. You're very angry and just can't pull it back in. It's going to happen. We are human. We are not perfect. But on the other hand, what is that option that you can use in that type of situation to change things? Now, shifting gears here for a minute, <clears throat> there's also instances where you're having a conversation with somebody and it could be a man having a conversation with a woman. It could be having a conversation be, uh, between an adult and a child or between two people from different cultures or countries. In, the, in this day and age, we've had uh, instances where words have made a huge difference. And you can go back into the, the history of the world um, and you can find instances where words have made a difference. Going back to Plato and Socrates, Aristotle. Uh, you can go to the Bible. Uh, you can go to uh, more current days where it's, you know, Martin Luther King or, you know, there's some politicians who, who have used words very eloquently. Um, but there are also times where they've used their words and gotten themselves into trouble. And that's kind of where I wanted to make the lesson for my kids is to think about what words are you using when you're talking to your friends? What words are you using when you're talking to a significant other or to the parents of your significant other? What words are you using when you're talking to your parents or your teammates or your classmates or your teachers? One quote that I found, and it, it's kind of interesting because I, I find this one to be really a 
you know, speaking to me. Uh, but the quote is, you never know how long your words will stay in someone's mind, even long after you've forgotten you spoke them. Now, I don't know who wrote it. I found this quote online. Um, but it kind of goes back to that that old quote of, uh, you know, it's not what you say, but how you make people feel. And I've seen that one quite a bit. Um, I've also seen from John Keating, no matter what anybody tells you, words and ideas can change the world. And with these types of things, it's when you take the time to think about what you're going to say, when you take the time to speak with purpose and knowing which words you're going to use, you know, you can make somebody's day. Um, you, you might see somebody having an awful day uh, and the words you speak could make the big difference in their lives. It could help them to see hope and promise and gratitude and all of those things. On the flip side of that, though, you also need to know your audience. And that's something I learned a long time ago from a teacher, was that if you're speaking to uh, an audience that's made up of peers, you're going to speak differently than to uh, maybe an audience that's, that is made up of people who come from outside of your industry or are from a different town or a different state or different country. All of it comes back to character, though, I think. And there are probably some people on here who are listening that who could prove me wrong in this aspect. But when it comes down to your character, if you're being derogatory towards other people on a regular basis, that may be a deep-rooted problem. Um, but it's not that you can't change it. So I think that it's something that maybe you need to talk to somebody about. If you're my kids, please come talk to me. I'm happy to, to have those conversations. I understand that most kids are learning. They're going through a process of testing things. And there are some adults who still go through that process as well. But it's how do you take that process and are you offending a lot of people? Now, for my kids, I think if you look at who your friends are and who your friends used to be, was there anything that you did or said that kind of pushed some people away? And of course, none of us wants to have that look in the mirror in trying to determine what we might have said. But there might be instances where you said something that you probably shouldn't have. And how you made somebody else feel, you may not remember what the, what you said, as the quote states. Uh, states. Uh, but how you made them feel has lasted a long time. So a couple more quotes real quick. Dana Reinhardt says, they're just words and words alone don't really mean anything. It's what you feel and what you believe when you say them that matter. Now, that quote also spoke to me because sometimes you might be asking questions of somebody and it's the intonation it's the way you ask that might get you into trouble. Um, if you come across with a kind of a snidey way of asking for something or snidey way of saying something, somebody's going to look at you and go, 
I don't want to deal with you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be near you or be your friend. On the other hand, sometimes that intonation and somebody knowing you can make all the difference in the world. If they know that you're coming at it at a question or making a response based on not knowing or trying to understand, more often than not, people will give you the benefit of the doubt. But if somebody doesn't know you and you make that type of a comment, they might not give you the time of day. So knowing your audience, how you're using your words, choosing your words, uh, taking time. If, if you're not quite sure if something's going to be said uh, and taken out of context or something that you say is going to be offensive, don't say anything yet. Take a breath, think about it for a moment, and then speak. Again, if you don't know something, or if you're truly trying to understand, explain that to somebody and say, look, I, do, I don't quite understand this, and I'm trying not to come across as offensive, but here's kind of where my thought process is and why. Now all of a sudden you're giving somebody the option to get upset with you or to have a true conversation about what it is you're bringing up. So the last quote that I'm going to give you is from R.M. Engelhart. Words are powerful. Words make a difference. They can create and destroy. They can open doors and close doors. Words can, cre can create illusion or magic love or destruction, all of those things. Ponder that for a minute. Words make a difference. How you use those words and how you use your words with your friends and your family and all those around you and all those you meet, it's important. And with that, I thank you for listening. And to my kids, I love you, and if you ever have a question, please come talk to me. Until next time, thanks for listening.